Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So, just so you're aware, Raw was ruined by travel issues this week. Given how much travel there is in wrestling, I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Also, hello my friends, my name is Simon What Culture, and welcome to Ups and Downs, the wrestling review show where nothing makes sense and everything is crazy. But don't we have a good time? I don't know, that's up to you to decide. But let's take the finger of power, stick it in our ears, and give the good bits an up, and the bad bits are down. Shouldn't have done it. But yeah, do not freak out. The script was rearranged at the last minute because, again, people couldn't get to the damn venue, which is why Rey Mysterio came out to kick off Raw. That doesn't tie in. I just needed to get into the nitty-gritty. He was super sad, even though he should be super happy because he has just been inducted into the Hall of Fame. But, of course, my poor boy Dominic doesn't like me anymore. And as a father, I have totally failed. This is when Dominic interrupted, and honestly... He just had mega heat. This has to be the best thing of 2023, because who the flub called this one? On this hand, you have Rey Mysterio, who is the quintessential babyface, and everybody loves him, wants to give him a hug. And on the other hand, his offspring, the thing that came out of his penis, that's not how pregnancy works, but you know what I'm talking about. He is like the best bad guy ever. This is why wrestling is so damn great. He also called Judgment Day his real family, and that if it wasn't for Bad Bunny, he would have defeated his pappy at WrestleMania, which is kind of true, which is when we started to see every single angle possible from last week, when Damien Priest grabbed Mr. Bunny and threw him through Alan the announce table. Condom also had a great line when he was all like, oh man, Bunny may make great music, but seeing that again brings music to my ears. That's like, that works quite well. And you can see what we're doing here. We are building up for a big tag team match at Backlash. Ray also had a warning for his son though, because he was all like, oh yeah, well I talked to Bad on the phone, and he said he's going to come back soon. But like, that's not... Much of a threat, Ray. Oh, no. You talk to somebody on a speaking device. Ray then challenged Dom to a WrestleMania rematch right here, right now, which is Wrestling Cliche 101. Wait, bless the condom. He was all like, man, I could never fight my own father, but I tell you somebody who would... And out came Finn Balor. Now, this was redonkulous, too, because Finn Balor not only had about 822 staples put into his head after the Hell in a Cell match, but he's also working with a damn calf-torn muscle. That's not how you say it, but you know what I'm getting at. So he gets a massive round of applause. He really is a demon. This was also absolutely great because in many ways it would be a rematch. And even though Rey Mysterio was able to hit the 619, when he went for the big splash, Balor went, no, I don't really want this. 
and he got his knees up. He also went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up when he wasn't able to get it, when Don Mysterio had a chain. Even though he was going to punch his dad right in the face, he wasn't able to. Rey Mysterio did a big dive onto everyone because it is 2023 wrestling. When Finn was like, all right, well, let's just do it again. Dom got the change. He punched his dad. We hit the Coupe de Gras. Poor old Rey Mysterio. He just flubbing lost again. So, of course, the story will be that Rey needs some help, probably from a naughty rabbit. <laughs> and isn't it amazing how you can totally change someone by mucking around with their name? But look, this is getting an up. It is one of the best stories WWE has told in ages. And I just love seeing Dominic Mysterio get booed. Because I'm a very weird guy. Getting it up. We then saw Maxine Dupree in the Alpha Academy doing something from earlier, when all of a sudden in the background you just heard this. Ah! Yep. As it turned out, Lita had been beaten up by someone when Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez ran in, and they were like, oh no, whatever shall we do, we're meant to have a tag team title match later. Becky and Trish also flew in, and they too were like, oh no, we're meant to have a tag team title match later. Don't know what the hell I'm doing here. And of course, Becky looked at these guys like, well look, my tag team partner has been murked. Maybe it was you. However, I will just tell you now, this does tie into all the recent rumours... When we did pull the trigger, it was great. They had a video reminding us what Brock Lesnar had done to Cody Rhodes when Corey Graves said, oh man, we reached out to Brock Lesnar's team. I was like, Brock Lesnar doesn't have a team. He has a phone in a hut on his farm in Saskatchewan and you ring the damn phone and maybe he answers and maybe he doesn't. I tell you, that's not even a joke. The best part, though, is once again, we tease that the reason Brock is so mad is because he opened WrestleMania, whereas Cody Rhodes was in the main event. And if it is true, why isn't he mad at Charlotte Flair? Why isn't he mad at Rhea Ripley? Why isn't he mad at Shane McMahon? Why isn't he mad at The Miz? Why isn't he mad at Snoop Dogg? And why isn't he mad at Pat McAfee? Because none of those guys were in the opening match. They all went on after Brock Lesnar, be it on night one or night two. So I love this. It's just so damn silly. Brock Lesnar walking around going, oh man, I can't believe I was in match one. I'm going to beat someone up. I don't mind it though, because it is ludicrous and I like ludicrous stuff. And also, look at my finger go, I think there's some teasing here. I think this may just be an excuse for now. When all is said and done, maybe, just maybe, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar are back together. We will wait and see. It was then back to the women's tag team title situation as Becky and Trish were being interviewed. And Becky said, well, Lita has gone to a local medical facility. So even though Vince McMahon was not in the building this night, he still has a say in some things. The point is, is that we will figure out who was going to do this. Although it was blatantly obvious, but it's okay. Because this championship match will continue. And Becky Lynch's partner will be... Trish Stratus. We then had a quick Seth Rollins video, and that may as well have ended with big letters just saying, we don't know what to do with Seth right now. When it was Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus taking on Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And look, I'll just tell you straight, we do have brand new champions. And now look, I'm even going to get in the hope position. Please, for the love of everything, keep these on TV and do something with them. I'm sick and tired of them vanishing down a well. I mean, honestly, in the past, they have disappeared quicker than my hairline. And look, yes, this match was a little bit hip and miss or the definition of ups and downs. But sometimes it really is about the destination and you don't have to worry about the journey. We did get a Tower of Doom spot, however, so everyone could go, oh my gosh, Raquel Rodriguez, she's so powerful. When essentially everybody hit their finishing moves, Trish Stratus went to hit the chip kick. Liv Morgan was like, well, I don't really want to be booted in the face. 
So she used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment and amazingly got the three. So yeah, the belts changed hands. The good guys were super sad afterwards, but Becky was all like, oh, Trish Stratus, you're the greatest person ever. When Trish was like, oh yeah, well, I think you're absolute scum. She turned on Becky Lynch. She smacked her with the chick kick. And then she walked away like, ha, 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 we're going to have a feud. And I absolutely love the fact that we did do this. And why? Because Trish has come back so many times after her retirement and more power to her. But you don't just want it to be good guy, good guy, good guy. Sometimes you want a bad guy. And as soon as she had turned heel, go look at her face. She got really pissed off. Lynch versus Trish 2, which I presume will happen at Backlash, will be a really good match too. So I enjoyed all of this. We got a title change. Everybody always pops for that. And we got a heel turn. We were just getting all the wrestling in there. But all that was, giving it an up. Kathy Kelly was then with Paul Heyman. And she was then all like, hey, Paul, do you have any insight into what happened with Brock Lesnar last week? And Paul did have an answer. He just said yes. That was it. So once again, raise your eyebrow. I think something's going on here. We then started to move into our main event as Heyman chatted about Sola Sokoa versus Kevin Owens. And was basically like, listen, Kevin Owens is a problem. Sola Sokoa is a problem solver. So much like Professor Layton, he's going to go out there later and do just that. This also makes sense too, because of course, Solo dropped a box-like structure onto KO on SmackDown. And he also mentioned it's going to be a bad night. Because while the Usos have arrived at Raw, do you know who is stuck because of the travel issues? That's right. Sami Zayn, and it's Matthew Riddle. So Heyman is just really good at these. I mean, he's been doing them for years, but they're just so damn interesting, and he gets you invested, so I have no choice. My back is against the wall. It is getting up. Byron Saxton also tried to get some exclusive here when he was like, Trish, why did you do what you just did? She ignored him. That was quite funny. When we were reminded that we are indeed getting a WWE draft not too enthused about this at the moment. I just prefer it when you can go to Raw and when you can go to SmackDown, depending on the story. But let's just wait and see what is going to happen, because you never know. Also, Triple H said everybody could be drafted, so you could be sat at home and it would go, Brian, you're on Raw. You'd be like, what the heck is going on? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I then think we started to do the whole wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing that damage control may be about to break up. We saw EO Sky and Dakota Kai outside of Adam Pierce's office when Bailey walked out. She was like, Man, I'm so sorry. I tried to get you a tag team title rematch, 
I don't think I'm going to be able to. She also went way overboard when she was like, but don't worry because I'll make sure you stay together in the draft. So they're blatantly going to be split up. When she also announced, uh, guess who's in a triple threat match later to become the number one contender? It's me. Sky and Kai didn't like this at all because they're like, man, where's our opportunities? So then from nowhere, Bales went back into the office and later, it's now going to be EO Sky in this position. Once again... I think we got to keep an eye on it. I do need to jump in here, though, because it does turn out later on that it is Eo Sky versus Piper Niven versus Mia Yim to see who is going to challenge Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. And when you go to all three of these people and their win-loss record, it's a bunch of losses, a bunch of losses can't even get on television. So there's no two ways about it. This is proper two plus two equals potato stuff. It makes no sense. You can't justify it. It just went poof and came out of nowhere. Sometimes I do go mega geek on these programs because my word, at least try to have it all tie in. It's got to get it down. When it was time for big men slapping man meat. All right. More specifically, it was Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed. I'll just tell you now, this was absolutely excellent because it kind of went off the rails here and there, but that just made it come across more like a fight. Like at one point, Bronson just ran into Bob and he fell down. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Bob also suplexed Bronson, and I was like, well, how the hell did he do that? And of course, when he tried to apply the hurt lock, he couldn't do it because Bronson Breed is too big and he's too meat slappy. I don't even know what that means, but honestly, I just love watching two bulls come together. Lashley also avoided the tsunami splash because nobody needs in that life where he hit this massive spine buster because he wanted to bust some spines. And again, go and watch this moment and listen to the fans. Everybody was having a good time. That's all wrestling is meant to be. Eventually they fell out of the ring because there was too much mass here and Bronson grabbed Bobby and threw him into Rita the ring post. And because they were wrecking each other, the ref got to 10 and he counted both of them out. Now, usually you'd be like, oh man, I can't believe we did this finish. But actually in this instance, you don't want either man to lose. And WWE has been very reserved with these kind of endings. I was absolutely totally cool with it. It also helps Reed massively because he just went toe-to-toe with a WWE champion. And we have a pay-per-view in a few weeks, premium live event. So you can do it there and you can inject the story right into somebody's face. So this was a right unexpected treat. It is getting it up. And then it was time for Cody Rhodes to come to the ring. And friends, I think he's going to be totally fine because this reaction was massive. He also referenced other speeches he had given, which had been more focused, like when he tore his peck or where he won the Royal Rumble. But now he does need to talk about the main event of WrestleMania. And he needs to say sorry, because no... He didn't win. Now, I really don't understand why, once again, we're not hammering home that, oh, by the way, Roman Reigns cheated, because we barely mentioned that at all, but I suppose it's okay, because Cody came across so well here, when he was also like, look, I spoke to my friend Matt recently, and I do believe he was talking about Matt Cardona, and he was all like, man, don't worry about the wins and the losses, just worry about the fact you main evented WrestleMania. He's like, look, Hall of Famers don't have to worry about wins and losses, because they've already finished their story, whereas I hadn't. I'd be like, Cody, isn't that the whole point of your story? That Dusty Rhodes wasn't able to, you know, don't even worry about it. He also talked about the fact that Paul Heyman had told him that if he wants a rematch with Roman Reigns, he's going to have to earn it. But he doesn't because he is it. Well, it didn't make any sense. It was a terrific line. When he talked about the latest wrinkle in the tale, Brock Lesnar. I was like, Codes, you just call Brock Lesnar a wrinkle? 
No wonder he wants to beat you up. Cody then indeed talk about lying in the ring at WrestleMania next to that rubber chicken. So he did reference it, internet buddies. And mentioned as embarrassing as that was, it was not as embarrassing as coming out for a tag team match with Mr. Lesnar and then getting absolutely screwed and beaten up and left lying on the mat. So maybe, just maybe, the Beast is worried about the American Nightmare coming back to WWE and changing the foundations. So once again, I was like, no, that's not the reason here, Rhodes. He doesn't like you because you were in the last match and he was in match number one. <laughs> so silly. He soon ran down a list of Brock's victims and even mentioned Randy Couture. So yeah, we are crossing those streams. When he was like, listen, Brock, when you look in the mirror, you see a predator. Well, now because you're fighting Cody Rhodes, when you stare at yourself, you better see some prey. And I was like, oh yeah, Cody, get him. I mean, he always just has these great lines and these great zingers like he is eating in KFC when he challenged Brock Lesnar for a match at Backlash. Now, here's what I hope we do. We do Cody versus Brock and Cody just wins, but I really like this feud. And you want to know why? Because it's different. My word, wrestling is on all the time, so I love different. It all works for me and I'm genuinely excited to see what we do here. So it's simple but fun, SBF, and you never argue with SBF up. We then had a proper random match after this, because it was the Usos versus the Alpha Academy. Where did that come from? Well, I'll tell you. Ever wonder why a man all of a sudden appears on camera wearing a hoodie, a hat, a precipice, and only wearing half a pair of glasses on their face? Well, sometimes, much like in wrestling, in life, Stuff just happens. So if you are going through your own struggles and you do need some help, please feel free to give us a call on... Oh, wait. Excuse me. Someone is ringing right now. Hello. Stuff just happens. What's that? We did the Usos versus Alpha Academy because of the travel issues. So that's the reason why. <laughs> there you go. I dressed up like an idiot for no damn reason. Anyway, I really did enjoy this because Jay Uso was trying to beat up Otis, who was now selling everything, as should be the way. And by the time he hit the Caterpillar, this sold-out audience was desperate for the Alpha Academy to win. So I'm going to keep everything crossed, including my tootsie toes, and hope that WW management heard this. The Alpha Academy have been doing great work for ages. Time to give him a big old push. There's also this amazing near fall after Gable had hit this flying headbutt. And again, everyone was like, oh my gosh, I thought they were going to win. And while that was never going to happen, well, just copy and paste what I just said. Eventually, though, Jimmy did indeed say Jay from the Chaos Theory when they hit the double super kick and they smashed him with the 1D. But I have not done this justice and for some reason have gone through it really, really fast. But you should actually check this out. It's one of the best matches from Raw. And that Chad Gable man, who you're a flipping good wrestler, and Otis is essentially the best person ever to be born into this life, give me a nap. We then had more madness because it was this number one contenders match for the women's championship, or the Raw one at least, and that EO Sky, what a damn good wrestler. Because it was her taking on Piper Niven, taking on Mia Yim, and essentially EO Sky was all like, man, I've got the agility. Piper Niven was all like, oh man, i got the strength. And Mia Yim was like, well, I'm just happy to be on TV, as a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. I'm only mucking around. To be fair, though, there was a light at the end of the Tubble 4 meeting because she was able to hit the eat defeat on Piper when all of a sudden EO Sky was on the top rope. She hit the moonsault, and not only did that break up the pin, but of course it's also her finishing move. So she pinned Mia Yim. She got the one, two, three. She is the brand new number one contender. And even though Bailey watched on going, oh, lovely, wonderful, I'm so happy, you could see it in her eyes. 
So I presume we will do this at the premium live event. And Bailey probably going to screw her old friend over. And of course, when we do get to Sky versus Belair, Sky has no chance in hell. But seriously, once again, I have flown through this match. But Io is such a damn good wrestler. So we probably should break up damage control. And we should let her fly. Because she will fly so damn high. That rhymed up. We then had a Kevin Owens interview after this. Wasn't happy. He didn't let Byron Saxon speak either because he was like, Look, I know what you're going to say. I know what everyone's going to say. It's not wise me going out there to fight the bloodline by myself because Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle aren't here. But a box like structure was thrown on me on SmackDown. So what am I going to do? And it is weird all of a sudden Cody Rhodes doesn't care about this anymore. But I suppose that's wrestling. He was also pumped up because on the back of this shirt it said, Fight Kevin, fight. So that's exactly what he's going to do. And I think this is a great piece of life advice for all of us watching. If you don't know what to do on any given day, just see what your clothes say. I mean, I can't think of anything better than that. It also set us up for the main event perfectly, which was Kevin Owens versus Sola Sokoa. Thought it was very, very fun. I would always find it difficult not to enjoy it because of my love for these two gentlemen. But also, we did have some story here. Because after being beaten up on Friday night, Kevin Owens essentially had a peg leg. We also had the bloodline going full bloodline because the Usos are out here too. And when Kevin Owens tried to hit a cannonball, he couldn't do it. And when Kevin Owens tried to hit the stunner, he couldn't do it. And when Kevin Owens tried to hit a super kick, he couldn't do it. So we were really ramming this home, but it did make you scared and feel worried in your tum-tum. It also allowed Solo to wreck him with a Samoan drop when Jay was trying to interfere, but KO knocked him down and finally was able to hit a senton. But this is when the bloodline just circled the ring. They were like, do you know what we've been doing for the last two years? Obviously, we're going to do it again. As soon as Owens had hit the pop-up powerbomb, Jimmy was being an asshole. KO didn't know what to do. The referee was all like, ah, I've lost my way. Solo hit the Samoan spike. One, two, three. The bloodline then pounced on Owens and we're going to finish him off for good. When, of course, who finally made it to the arena and came out to make the save? It was Repo Man and Doink the Clown. It wasn't, but can you imagine? It was, of course, Zayn and Riddle, but this absolutely cracked me up because what happened here? They finally landed. They sorted out their travel issues. They knew that Raw was about to end because they knew it's a three-hour show. They still went to the arena when someone popped up and said, oh, no, Kevin Owens is being attacked. So they just legged it. I mean, it was a good moment, but it was also stupid. They also got their music here, so naturally they saved their buddy, and it ended with the bloodline looking at these three, and these three looking at the bloodline. So once again, we are just setting up a backlash match where we will do a six-man tag. And when you do start looking at what this card could be, it's going to be a damn good show. Also, would everybody stop with this? Why has Matt Riddle been involved in this? Sola Sokoa was literally the guy who tried to kill him, which is why he was off TV for so many months. So I just appreciate WW remember this. And while the ending to Raw is starting to feel a lot like all the endings to Raw, it still worked for me. So yes, when we do compare this Raw with last week's War, it was night and day, and this one was far much better. As we continue on everything that we did do at WrestleMania, or at least those seeds that we have planted. So it is going to get an up. Look, now we are back to normal. We can talk about it, I suppose, a bit more critically. But also, for those that seem to forget, this is a positive peak show. And it always will be. Now, please do click one of the videos on the screen to make sure you continue your what culture journey, whatever the hell that means. And hit that subscribe button, which is the most important thing in the world. That's it. Another Raw is in the books. What's terrifying is that Raw never ends. Have you thought about that? One day we could die and Raw will outlive us all. 
as a morbid way to end the video, goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.